Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you are here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Hello, my friends. I'm so grateful that you decided to press that play button today because we're going to spend the next 15 minutes or so sharing some time together talking about God's word and how that can enhance the life that you're living today. While I was spending some time with God this morning, he put something great into my heart to share with you. And I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, What to Wear. So last week, my sister-in-law and I got to spend some time together. And while we were visiting, she was catching me up on the kids and their lives and what they've been up to because they are both in high school now. And I'm just completely in awe trying to wrap my mind around the fact that to me, they were both like just little kids running around at Sunday dinners. And now they're both teenagers figuring out what they want to do with their lives and working after school jobs. And in fact, one of them just began recently working at a local fast food restaurant. And of course, with that comes the standard first day of work dressed in your uniform picture that every mom snaps before their kid's first shift. You know what I'm talking about. And oddly enough, the expression, I'm sure as you know, in every one of those pictures is very similar. It's an awkward pride mixed with annoyance for being made to stand perfectly still while your mom fiddles with her phone, trying to get the focus and angle just perfect. I know that feeling because I can still remember the picture that my parents took of my sister and I on our very first day of our very first job at Tim Hortons. Yep, let that soak in for a minute. Both my sister and I began work on the same day at the same place on the same shift. It was flipping awesome. Now, Tim Hortons, for my listeners outside of Canada and parts of the U.S. where locations are found, is a Canadian coffee company made famous by the former hockey player Tim Horton, who founded it in 1964. It's sort of our version of Dunkin' Donuts. And in Canada, there are about as many Tim Hortons locations per square mile as there are spruce trees. They are everywhere. For my Canadian sisters, there are likely many of you who began your teenage venture into the workplace in the same atrocious uniform that I did donning the burgundy mid-shin-length baggy pencil skirt. Does anybody remember that? When that was what 
Tim Hortons employees wore. I I just can't wipe that out of my mind. But we also had to wear this striped oversized blouse, our name tag, a burgundy visor, a ruffly necktie, a hairnet, and of course, the black standard non-slip running shoes. This was 1997, my friends. And for those of you from the younger generation, you have no idea how far fast food restaurant uniforms have come over the past 25 years. Take it from me, the kids nowadays working in the drive-thru are looking styling. Of course, my parents thought that my sister and I were the cutest little Timbits that they had ever seen. And looking back on the awkward picture of us standing perfectly straight on the front steps before leaving for work, I kind of can't help but agree with them just a little bit. We were pretty cute. Even though we were both just teens from a small town in Northern Ontario, anyone who saw us would immediately know that we belonged to something much bigger. We were part of a group of employees who belonged to the Tim Hortons team. The uniform allowed us to look the part, be recognized by customers as staff members of the restaurant, and also set a certain standard and uniformity for everyone who worked together. Uniforms are everywhere, right? I mean, they're in schools, workplaces, sports teams, armed forces, emergency services, law enforcement. The uniform helps the wearer to be recognized as part of something larger and to be immediately identifiable and associated with the organization that they are part of. It helps to create a sense of belonging, of equality amongst other wearers, as well as creates an identity for the person while it is being worn. Uniforms are important, and they serve a purpose. So regardless of whether or not you wear a uniform for work or play, did you know that God has called you to wear the uniform of a Christian today? And he has his own wardrobe set out for you, and he wants to make sure that before you head out for your day that you are wearing the uniform he has designed to unite you with other Christians, as well as to uphold the standards that he sets out for us. So check this out. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14, from the message translation, it says, So chosen by God of this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. You see, God has asked us to ensure we put on the clothing he intended for us to wear. Love, compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline, patience, gentleness, peace, forgiveness. 
These are the most important pieces of the uniform of Christianity that you need to rope yourself in each and every day. In fact, these are parts of a uniform that you will never want to take off. These are all qualities that set us apart as followers of Christ, as Christians. These are the virtues and traits we live by. It's how others will identify and recognize you. We are all part of something special, and I challenge you today to proudly wear the uniform of Christ. In John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35, Jesus says this. He says, let me give you a new command. Love one another. In the same way I loved you, you love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples. When they see the love you have for each other, love, it's what was referred to as the basic all-purpose garment that you never should be without. It's how you are recognized as a disciple. Yep, Jesus didn't only have 12 of them. You, my sister, are one of them too. But I'm wondering though, have you been wearing the uniform that Jesus laid out for you? Or do you find that sometimes, some days, you might be sporting garments that the enemy provides? Anger, resentment, dishonesty, bitterness, negativity, jealousy, worry, doubt, impatience, intolerance, pride? Whose team do you want to be associated with today? Don't be caught wearing the uniform of the enemy. Trust me, girl, it is not a good look on you and not who you want to be representing. Yet, isn't it so easy sometimes to slip into the wrong uniform? Even if it's just a couple things we put on, like sometimes it only takes one little thing going wrong first thing in the morning for you to put away all that Jesus wants you to wear today and throw on the garments of negativity. Isn't it also easy at times to show up wearing the proper gear when people are around and watching you, but then strip those off when no one is around and you don't have to look so good anymore? Are you cloaking yourselves in the right virtues even when no one else is watching? What virtues are you wearing right now? Do you have your integrity on right now? Or is integrity something you only wear out in public when needing to look good in front of others. What about when you're all by yourself? Do you cheat yourself? Lie to yourself? Make promises to yourself and then break them when things get challenging? Are you showing your kids how to wear kindness, humility, and honesty? Or are the actions they see you do prove just how easy it is to slip on some bitterness impatience and worry. Don't fool yourself. You are modeling for your kids what they will learn and repeat. Talk is cheap and actions speak volumes. They're going to want to put on the same things that you do. So which uniform do you want them wearing when they head out for their day today? Your co-workers might all be wearing some brand new resentment, intolerance and anxiety but which uniform will they see you step into the workplace wearing today? Are you going to try on what they have chosen to wear? Or will you show them how much better life is when you put away that devil's dress 
and slip on a pair of those flattering Jesus jeans. Sorry, sorry, I had to. Do you get my visual though? When your friends are wearing gossip and jealousy and stress, are you going to fall into the trap and wear some of that stuff too? Or could you decide today that enough is enough? It's time for a wardrobe overhaul. Each day, you get to decide who you will represent today, which morals, standards, and virtues you want to display. You, my girl, are way better than the cheap garments of the enemy. Don't be caught wearing those ugly and unflattering pieces. Those are the items that you want to purge from your wardrobe right away. And don't just put them in a bag and give them to somebody else. No, like those are the things you put into the bonfire. You do not want to be passing those along. But you also don't want to be tempted to pull those back out of the closet again. So like, get rid of them. And when times get challenging, hard, and you get worn down, it's easy to slip back into what is comfortable, right? We all want to be comfortable. And unfortunately, the devil's garments can sometimes feel like that pair of cashmere leggings because they can be comfortable. The devil wants you to be so, so tempted to put them on. Then once they're on, it's hard to motivate yourself to take them off. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to be comfortable in his wardrobe rather than wearing the wardrobe of a Christian, but resist that urge to do what's easy. I want you to resist the urge to put on that sadness and defeat and anxiety and hopelessness and feeling like you're not enough and that uncertainty and that not sure of what's going to happen. Take that stuff off. Your creator designed you for more. He doesn't want you wearing the wrong qualities. You're made for more. Like you are so much more worthy You need the wardrobe of a warrior. Life is difficult by nature. We all know that, right? But we don't give up and put on the dress of defeat. No, my sister. It is time to be a woman who wears the uniform of the warrior that God created you to be. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to pray by talking to our incredible Heavenly Father. So let's do this together. Good morning, Jesus. We are awake, we are grateful, and we are ready to faith this day ahead. And dang it, we are trying to decide what to put on for this day of life. Lord, we want to represent you. We want to wear your uniform and show others exactly what it means and what it looks like to be a Christian to demonstrate that we aren't just, you know, those Christians who go to church once in a while and do some good deeds when people are watching and can be witness to it. But no, that we are true 24-7 followers of you, ready to wear the robes of love, integrity, kindness, and joy, no matter who we are with or what we are facing. We thank you for providing us with exactly what we need today. We thank you for dressing us for the battle of life. It's not always easy, but we want to live it wearing your uniform and representing your goodness, showing others what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And we are so very grateful that you are taking care of us today. 
We thank you for all that we will encounter today while dressed in your goodness. And we ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't know, ladies, that seemed so short while I was recording, but I'm just going into my little recording screen. I see we're already at like 16 minutes. So it's true what they say. Time really does fly when you're having fun. I hope that that message today just lifted up your spirits and put a fun spin on the thought that, you know what, it really is important of how we present ourselves and that we don't just focus on looking good when people are watching, right? That that true integrity and that love of Christ is what we need to wear even when we're all by ourselves. You know, we don't want to rip ourselves off and cut ourselves short from all that God has put in our reach today. We don't want to sell ourselves short because nobody's around watching to see and check in on us. So you know what? Do the right thing. You know that saying, do what's right even when no one is watching. Hey, that's what it means to be a true Christian and to wear the garments that Jesus has laid out for you today. I am so excited again that you decided to press play. I hope that you have the most fantastic week. I look forward to next week when we meet again right here together. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 